0: With us now, Dominic Carter is to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody,
1: on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
2: And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Every now and then, something occurs where my mouth is left wide open. I'll get to the topics in just a moment. I listen to Sid Rosenberg in the morning each and every day right here on 77 WABC, the top-rated number one morning show in New York. Sid, just hours ago, left me completely speechless. Now, here's the uh, setup of what was going on. They were playing a soundbite of me discussing the Fulton County, Georgia, District Attorney, and so Sid and Justin and Lou, in this segment, Lou does his best Dominic Carter impersonation at the end, but listen my mouth is wide open. I don't know how to respond. I'm going to bring in Matt Blaze in just a second. Maybe he can help me. But before I get to the topics, listen to what Sid Rosenberg had to say. First, you're going to hear a soundbite of me discussing the Georgia district attorney. And then listen carefully to what Sid has to say. La La Land. She says she wants to try the case within six months
1: i swear to god i love him i don't know what it is i can't explain what it is but i think i really want to have sex with Dominic carter he's like one of my favorite guys here right he's so nice so that's not gay then? No, I love, I, I lo- I'll do anything for Dominic. You would do it too? I would do, I would do anything for and to dominate. Maybe we'll make it a threesome. So that's fine. Right.
0: I think I need to give some input into my life on the weekend. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't know
3: he was right here. It sounds like he yeah, said it. I didn't know he was like right it. here. Yeah.
0: I would prefer Justin <laughs> Ellick wearing
4: pants. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Alright, it is 6.43 on your Thursday morning. <laughs> morning,
0: let's go. Oh. And
2: so Lou, I I don't sound like that, Lou. Thank you, Justin. Uh, thank you, thank you, Sid. And I I want to bring in Matt Blaze because Matt,
5: I I don't know how to respond to what was said this morning. I didn't I didn't I didn't know that that Lou was your twin. I thought you were an only <laughs> child. I didn't know you had a brother. That Lou changed his name from Carter to Rafina. Now, I couldn't believe that.
2: So, so, h- how do I respond to what Sid
5: said? I think you should invite Sid and Lou and, uh, Justin to your home for the weekend and see what happens, Dominic. <laughs> get your freak on. I mean, they, look, Sid's all up to getting freaky. <laughs> see what goes on. Let's see, let's hey. see if they put up a shut up.
2: Hey, Matt Blaze, uh, one more time here and, and and then we'll get to the topics. I mean, did Sid say what I think he said? But play that one more time for me. La la land. She says she wants to try the case within six months.
1: I swear to God, I love him. I don't know what it is. I can't explain what it is, but I think I really want to have sex with Dominic Carter. He's like one of my favorite guys here, too. Right? He's so nice. So that's not gay, then? No, I love. I, I lo- I'll do anything for that. You would do it too? I would do. I would do anything for and two denominators. Maybe yeah. we'll make it a threesome. That's fine. Right. I
0: think I need to give some input into my life on the weekend. Oh my Wait, god! I didn't food. know he was
1: right here. It sounds like you yeah, said it. I didn't know, like, I didn't know, I know he was, like was right, right here. Yeah.
0: I would prefer <laughs> Justin Ellick wearing pants.
1: <laughs> Can't do
0: it. It's six
1: forty-three on
4: your Thursday <laughs> fine, morning.
0: Let's go. Oh. Hey, hey, uh, uh,
2: Sid, uh, I, I'm your biggest fan, but Sid Rosenberg and, and Matt Blaze, I'm going to give you the final say on this before we start with the topics. But Sid, uh, uh, I think I'm married and I think you're married and I don't know how Danielle or Marilyn would take to that. Is, is that a good reaction, uh, Matt Blaze?
5: Uh, I don't know, Dominic. I think, I think this is what's going to happen if you invite Sid over, <laughs> invite Justin over. You have a pool back there that's fenced in. Nobody can look. Nobody can see. You're you're in Rockland, surrounded by trees. I know you got woods all over. And whatever happens in Dominic's pool stays in Dominic's pool.
2: (laughs) Hey, Matt. So I I come out the other day, right, Uh, uh, a family of deer crossing the road. And then I'm driving up the block, and there's this black bear literally in the middle of the road. And he looks at me and he looks at me like, why are you interrupting me? And then, Matt, I had this crazy thought. I'm like, I'm going to get out of the car and walk close to the bear and take a photo of the bear. You're kidding. Me. And the bear, the bear saw me go to get out and he looked at me like, leave me. And then just walked right back into the, uh, the, uh, the uh, brush, the, uh, the, the, the wooded area. And I couldn't get back there.
5: Wait, you so, were gonna so, you were gonna take a picture of of the bear. Something something's wrong with me, Matt. Just just you know just just bear with it. Just
2: just go with it. I was gonna get out and take a picture of the bear. Sometimes they can look so calm, and and I I know I know what the what the what the end result is if you try to go near bear. You know, call it whatever you want.
5: I didn't know you were okay with bears, just not alligators.
2: Oh, see, there you go. You're starting this morning, Matt Blaze. You are You're starting. Okay.
5: You're okay with taking a picture of a bear? A bear can run pretty fast, faster than an alligator, because the alligator this is true. zigzag.
2: This is true. Please don't get me started on the alligators. Matt Blaze, thank you. Send my love to Sid Rosenberg, and, and tell him, uh, uh, let's see, tell him that uh his wife, Danielle, my wife, Marilyn, I don't know if they would really appreciate that, but... But, but just tell them, tell him I send my love to the morning crew, to uh Justin and Lou, and tell Lou I don't sound like that:
5: Spread I will make sure I,
2: message for me, okay
5: I will make sure I tell your long lost brother Lou Rufino just what you just said.
2: <laughs> wonderful and so folks uh let me go ahead i'm gonna st- go through the topics right now let me open up the phone lines it's friday it's time for us to have a town hall conversation 800-848-WABC 800-848-9222 so i, I really do folks i want mayor adams to succeed i really do I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to fake it. I want him to succeed. I've known him a very long time. I want him to do well. Frankly, I think we all should want him to do well. But, 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 he is engaging in misplaced blame. Misplaced blame. Mayor Adams firing back after Governor Kathy Hochul's legal team wrote a tough, critique if you will of his handling of the migrant crisis that is taking a big financial hit out of all of us mayor Adams complaining it's not right that New York City is responsible for housing over 99% of the shelters arguing the crisis is statewide he's calling on Governor Hoku to issue an executive order to stop localities outside of New York City from banning migrant shelters. Oh, how the mighty have turned. Mayor Adams, you welcomed them here. Let's not forget that. You, Mayor Adams, laid out the red carpet, and now you're running from the red carpet so fast, but your words, you, you can't get away from this. The mayor says that he thinks that this is a national and statewide issue that has been unjustly dropped into the lap of New York City residents. The mayor says we only make up 0.05 of the landmass of New York State, right? A uh, uh, frustrated mayor, Adams said this is just not fair to New York City. The mayor adding we are going into individual court cases where everyone is finding creative ways not, to be the state and country that we are. Mayor Adams, you are the one that opened this can of worms. There's no other way around this. You, 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 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I think the uh, police, another issue that I want to talk about this morning, the police in Nassau County deserve to be honored for how they took down a woman uh, holding a gun in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street, she had already fired off a round, and the creative method that the police took, she's in the middle of the street, waving the gun had fired the gun putting pointing the gun to her own head and so the police right they used the car to directly charge in her direction she was able to get out of the way a little bit and the car sideswiped her thank god she fell to the ground lost control of the gun and then the police were able to move in so now you think about this for a second folks How would you like to be that officer that's charging towards her in that car and she turns and fires at your windshield? The last time I checked, the last time I checked, windshields in police cars are not bulletproof. So the woman wasn't hurt. The community, nobody in the community was hurt. This woman was literally waving a gun in the middle of the street, Nassau County, and had fired off around the two, waving it in the middle of the street. These are the times that we live in, in terms of what people are are doing these days. And it has to stop, but we, we know what's going on in terms of the politics uh, with many of our leaders, the uh, pro- progressive nature of these elected officials. And this morning we are also going to let you hear a story that – that really broke my heart. That 76 year old man who was stabbed after he wouldn't give a panhandler, uh, some money. And he is stating that the, uh, subway stabbing came out of nowhere. As a matter of fact, I want you to listen. Let's, let's do this. This is part of a report. We see all your calls coming in. We are about to get to them. I promise we will do it, but. I want you to listen to the victim. The police made an arrest, and this is uh, NBC4 New York, a television news report regarding uh, the 76-year-old victim that was stabbed in the, the chest, 35th and 6th Avenue, I believe, simply because a panhandler asked him for money, and he either didn't give him the money or he didn't have it and the panhandler quickly stabbed him in the chest. The first voice you are about to hear is the 76-year-old
4: man. This is very unfortunate for the city, and I mean, I'm the victim.
6: 76-year-old Iqbal Ahmed has been in this hospital bed for two days, recovering from stab wounds in his torso. An attack, he says, happened in the blink of an eye.
4: Because when he stepped, it, I, I didn't realize what happened.
6: Iqbal says he was heading home from work Sunday night around 11.30, taking the stairs into the Herald Square subway station when a man approached him and asked for money. Iqbal told him he didn't have any and kept going.
4: I used my subway card and took the escalator, mm-hmm. went to the platform to take my train. So all of a sudden, I saw all my shirts and, uh, you know, sweater, they were full of blood.
6: He flagged down an MTA employee and was rushed to Bellevue Hospital in an ambulance. Here, Iqbal says doctors are worried about his lungs and don't know how long he'll have to stay.
4: Even you know, the pain was so severe. It's still very, the pain. Yeah. They are trying to they give me the medicine.
2: Do these animals have no shame? Do they have no shame, no pride? You stab a 76 year old man in the chest because he didn't give you money. The times that we live in. Let's go ahead and start with your telephone calls. I mean, when you think about it, what happened to this man, it is disgusting. And, and you just wish that a, a police officer was near when when this happened. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin this morning with Ted in Forest Hills. Good morning, Ted. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. With the Democrats in party and uh, if Biden wins re-election, more
7: the border stays open. Isn't things like this going to be forever uh,
2: in the United States? Well, yes, to answer your question. But even even if the border was closed, we still have our in-house problem within the country, Ted. Of the progressive politics around the country, which sends a message of a full green light, a full system go to these animals that are looking for any excuse to do what they do. So we have a problem that's really twofold. Yes, one with the, uh, with the migrants and, and, and immigration and the southern border. And I didn't even mention the health issues related to that, Ted. But, but even if the border was shut tomorrow, there is still the issue of the the problems that we face in terms of crime and putting these animals in check. Nobody wants to really talk about that. Thank you for the telephone call. Let's go to uh, our friend Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind?
6: Hi, my friend Dominic. Listen, I've had something that's really been bothering me, and I know I can speak freely on your show. And what really bothered me is that, you know, when we look at all the people that are coming into the city and what Mayor Adams has brought on us, it just really breaks my heart that when people want to come together and say, like what they did at Creedmoor, that that now becomes a civil thing when you're just trying to let people know that, This isn't good for our city, and you're voting people who want to say something. Not to mention that Curtis Lewa is someone who has protected this city, and it just really shows how there's there's almost like, you know, I don't know if he did it on purpose because it was Curtis, but I just want to say one more thing. When I remember when we were going through the Daniel Penny situation and those people were running amok on the subway track, do you remember that? They weren't, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't told anything. So mayor, you know, Dominic and I appreciate the platform Mayor Adams, you want to be ashamed of yourself and I hope you get everything you deserve, which is not a second term. Thank you, Dominic.
2: Thank you, Tony. And, um, you're speaking from the heart and you're stating with a lot, what a lot of people are actually feeling. Thank you for the call. Let's stay in New Jersey. Let's go to Rich. Good morning, Rich. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank
3: you, Dominic. I want to point out that you made an observation. These are the times we live in about that horrendous attack on that 76-year-old man. I want to add these are the cultures of violence that live among us and the cultures that need education because a lack of education brings violence. So someone has to, you know, we have to admit that certain, certain groups of people are just inherently more aggressive and entitled than others or feel entitled. This is what I want to say. You know, many people live 90 years and they go to work and they never ask.
2: Steve, Rich, are you still with me? Okay uh your call your call dropped uh, I don't I don't know what happened but thank you for the uh thank you for the call Rich let's go to uh let's go to Steve and Elmont. good morning Steve you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC
3: Yeah hi Dominic I wanted to say two things one thing is that um you know this senseless beating up and robbing people even when you don't take the money it's not like long time ago when you were just robbing people and taking their money now the fact that they're hurting you and cutting you and doing all this stuff, it's to get street clout and to get street cred. This hey, to wha- get like a name on hey, Steve, feel-
2: Steve, wait, wait, Steve, let me stop yeah. you for a second. I want you to make your point. But but you just said something that, that hammers home to me. And you are correct. You are – when a person is right, you have to call it for what it is. There was a time – and, Steve, you just jarred me because I didn't think about this. There was a time – when I guess we were lucky, all they would do is take your money. You're right. You are right, mm-hmm. Steve. There was a time they would just take your money and then that's it. And you you suck it up and you lose the money, but, but that's it. But now Steve as you pointing out that's no longer the case.
3: No, it's now it's like you get like I don't know, points or a stripe if you like stab somebody and beat somebody up and stuff like that. That's like a whole new different era of, like, a a true menace. And, like you keep saying, so what? You got a green light. No one's going to do anything. You get caught with a gun, you get out with no bail. You're supposed to do automatic time for the gun plus for each bullet that's in the gun. They stopped doing that, so stop talking to me about gun control because the people that have guns are out of control. They didn't get it legally, but I'm not going to get into that. The other thing I wanted to talk about was about Adams. I like that you said, you said that you want him to win because also here on the show, a lot of people, and I think it might have even been um, your boss, had came up with the idea that maybe they should bring the migrants or send the migrants to Cream oil that was empty at the time. And a lot of callers and even myself agreed with that, that it was a good idea. But that's when it was putting them in the school. So now what happened that when that they actually listened and took the, your idea, and now it seems like people are upset about that too.
2: Well, I, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Steve. Uh, they, they just don't belong here in New York. I mean, they, frankly, they don't belong anywhere in the country. Not to say that they shouldn't be here, but you come in the right way. So, can I say through, one more? Can the, I
3: say one more thing?
2: Okay, go ahead, quickly. one
3: more thing. Adam, quickly. Adams has to, and I know he can't because of his base, but he has to at least put a pause on the migrant situation. Just hold the bosses up, or send them to Buffalo at the new stadium that they're supposed to be building. Oh,
2: no, that's send them not going to happen. Give them happen. up to Hochul. Send them to that, the. That,
3: to that. the to <laughs> Bye, Dom, that, that's that's night. not gonna happen <laughs> steve <laughs>
2: thank you, you. thank you for the call let's go to our friend audrey in brooklyn good morning audrey what's on your mind on this friday morning
8: Thank you. And um, next week will be my birthday, so give me something here. I have to say this because it's troubling. All all, all people are saying about how bad it is instead of trying to come up with a solution. And as far as it, Steve, I think he said something about violence. Violence didn't just start it. It's been here since the country was created. It's escalated. But the point of it is... If, if, if anyone could just come up with, okay, they're here, and um, let's do something. Let's do something constructive. And that's, you know, that's probably never going to happen. And I hope you have a good weekend, and I will. Well, uh, birthday
2: girl, early uh, birthday girl. Let's say a happy birthday to you, Audrey. You're going to be
8: 21, so you'll huh. be of age now. I love, and, it. Uh, <laughs> I love every moment of it. Aging is great and this wisdom comes with aging. I'm only gonna be seventy one, but that's next Saturday. But I'm going to a yacht party this weekend. My friends You're going to a yacht party.
9: Yeah.
8: Yeah. I go to this and um you, Freeport. What was that?
2: In Freeport. We'll just have fun in Freeport and enjoy and go okay. out to the uh, nautical mile out there I that's guess and get some. That. People- you know, and get, you go, and get to, and get something to eat. Audrey, uh-huh. thank you very much for the call, and a uh, happy early birthday to you. Thank you for the uh, for the call this morning. Let's see here. Okay, so let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
10: Good morning, Donna. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> I think the the cure to the uh, immigration problem is that, unfortunately, I think all New Yorkers, all the voting electorate in New York and throughout this country is just going to have to feel the burn and the pain to their communities and their wallets, and then that's what's going to wake them up to start to think more critically and vote more responsibly instead of voting in an emotional, ideological, uh, uh, you know, rationale. Because that's and, – and, and funding and getting in the federal government to bail this out is going to kick the can down the road. It's just going to plant a bigger seed for a bigger problem at a later time, empowering the left. And, you know, I'm curious of what your thoughts on that, Dominic. Well,
2: as you're speaking, Dave, what I'm thinking about is a conversation I had with a buddy earlier today, and and he was hammering home the point, and he's right that uh, when we vote, it should be a decision based on our own personal interest. And we have to stop this, if you will, uh, block group voting for someone based on they look like us or, or, or they're, they're, they're generally saying the things that we want to hear. We've got to become more educated voters. And I I really think I strongly believe Dave, and thank you for the call this morning from Pennsylvania. I strongly believe that many in communities of color have got to stop automatically voting democratic. Just, it's one of the major reasons why I became a Republican years ago. If for no other reason than to shake up the establishment, to shake up what exists today with the political process it is something that's long overdue it is something that is terribly needed i have got to take a break when we come back we're going to go to larry in brooklyn and we will take calls from the bronx we'll even go to melvin in the bronx we're going to go to connecticut babylon and new jersey we'll be right back
10: for an appointment or org. This
1: is Dominic Carter, everybody. 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 On Talk Radio 77, WABC.
2: And we are back on this Friday morning, Dominic Carter here with you. He is uh hoping that your weekend will be off to is off to a wonderful start. We are discussing a number of issues uh Mayor Eric Adams reaching into his hat of magic and even though he started the migrant issue by welcoming welcoming them here after governor Abbott in Texas started sending them the mayor is now hands-off approach he has nothing nothing to do with it and he's uh, sort of lashing out at the state i really believe i want you folks to think about this for a second so so we're all police officers now and some deranged person is in the middle of the street a woman firing a gun holding the gun up in the air, pointing the gun, putting the gun to her head. What do we do to defuse the situation? The police in Nassau County, to quickly get her off guard, an officer drove a vehicle by really fast and it clipped the woman. Now, remember, she could have turned at any point and pointed the gun at the windshield And that officer's family would have been planning his funeral. He clipped the woman in the car, and she dropped the gun. And then officers quickly ran to the woman, converged on her, and got the gun. Think about that type of situation. That's what our police deal with each and every day. That's why I defend them so strongly. Because the men and women of law enforcement are heroes. And we're also looking back. At what happened to that poor 76-year-old man who was just coming, you know, in the subway station and some animal stabs him in his chest because the panhandler, the man, the 76-year-old, did not give him money. And the old man, he said it happened so fast, he didn't even realize that he had been stabbed. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano and the other side of midnight, 1245, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. You can also reach me on Twitter. We have a lot of calls right now, so you can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. You can follow me there or you can send me a message. And when you get a chance, folks, Go to the WABC website. Check out the Dominic Carter podcast, uh, City Hall. It's about the young man that led the riot, if you will, in Union Square. In his own words, Dominic Carter, City Hall. I mentioned Larry and Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind?
1: Yeah, hi Dominic. Uh, first, I want to say I want to say happy birthday to Audrey. Also, I, I definitely enjoy her call. She has a very soothing voice. And um, back to the issues, I have to talk about this, uh, this 76-year-old that got there. You know, the crime we're experiencing, uh, it's not the volume of crime, even though it's, crime is up 27% since Adams took office, uh, but it's the, it's the nature of the, of the individual episodes of crime. Now, this, now this crime, uh, when have we ever seen panhandlers turning deadly? Usually they're meek, they don't come after people, This goes to what I was saying all along about Eric Adams empowering and weaponizing the homeless. Now, in addition, that scumbag, Alvin Bragg, undercharged this guy. He charged him with assault and not attempted murder. This case, I followed a lot of cases over the years. I have read a lot of newspapers about crime. When something outrageous like this happens, they always go for the top count. You stab a man in the chest. That's not attempted murder. Maybe later on you downgrade it. He did. He he started off with felony assault. Okay, attempted murder is twenty years to life minimum, and uh, and, and a felony assault is fifteen years to life. Right away he shaved off five years because the perpetrator is black. That's why Alvin Bragg did that. He has no sympathy for this seventy-six year old guy. No outrage. No sympathy. This is what we're dealing with. Okay. And, now, Larry, uh, and do
2: you Eric, really believe, yeah. Larry, do you really believe that that happened because the uh, the suspect animal happens to be African American?
1: Don't you see the pattern with Alvin Bragg, what he's doing? If it, it, the perpetrator is African American, they drop the charges. it Jordan Neely, right? Um, there's so many cases like Jordan Neely where they uh, they they, they threw the book. What about that guy, Scotty Enno? In the uh, in in the Dwayne Reed who stabbed the, who stabbed the shoplifter I bet this guy's rotting in prison pre did did you ever check that out you're a reporter did you see what, what the status of Scott Eno is who stabbed that shoplifter that took that started taking swings at his face that's not different than Jordan Neely the only thing is Scotty Eno isn't black have you checked out that case.
2: I have not because there have been so many cases that keep us on our toes all the time. But I, but I will, I will right. get an update on that for 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 next week. I will.
1: So, so yes, the, tr- the the answer is I really do. I really believe. I see it happening in front of me. And then more than anything, it's the it's the it's the weaponizing of the of the homeless. As I said, it's mostly black individuals. By Eric Adams, he's given them a wink. He's saying we're getting homeless off the street. And he's giving them a wink and a nod because when when the cops don't go up to them, they know they got Eric in their pocket. That's the bottom line.
2: Well, Larry, I I appreciate your call. Um, I I don't know if the message is coming from the mayor directly, but I do think that uh, these animals uh, are being um, empowered. They believe that somebody's on their side to with their antics to become more outrageous by the day. Thank you for the call. Larry and Brooklyn, let's go to Chris in Connecticut. Good morning, Chris. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.
1: America's not free. It's not free for me. It's not free for you, correct?
2: Well, I need to I need to know where you're going with this, Chris.
1: Well, you have all those immigrants there in the city. They should work for the city, like work for their room and board. You know, I agree with that.
2: Can, I agree with that.
1: One example is you can give them paintbrushes and scrapers, and they could start painting the bridges: the Brooklyn, the Manhattan, Williamsburg, half of the George Washington, the Lincoln, and the Holland Tunnel could use a third tube. They can get to that, you know. And if they don't want to work, you know, for food, just give them fishing poles and lead them to the Hudson. What do you think?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I, I thank, you, thank you for the call, Chris. I think that the the advocates that, that fight tooth and nail on the migrants' uh, behalf, on the illegal aliens' behalf, would scream bloody murder and run right into court. Now, I'm hoping that I'm not going to regret this. It's Friday morning. Let's go to Melvin in the Bronx. Melvin, please, no history lessons. Go ahead and make your point.
4: I'm a firm believer in solutions. This is why we have school education. You want solutions. So all you got to do is look at what came before you. Solutions are already there. The Immigration Act in 1965 repealed the Immigration Act in 1924. We need to stop all this immigration and send the people back to where they came from. Let them fight to correct what's incorrect because the world is out worldwide that the people that run these countries, I told these people that live there, that they do not like what's being done there, leave, go to the United States. And if you want to make money, go into black neighborhoods because they don't own nothing. And when they get here, they're told, do not associate with the American born black because they are lazy. This mess has been going on for decades, since the time began, since the law of the land, the U.S. Constitution. And when you study that solution, it's staring you dead in the face. That gives you a complete clue to the key that's called boom come to the solution the solution is treat people like human beings that's it but unfortunately people are so caught up with this nonsense that due to whatever pigmentation religion that somebody is superior to somebody now we are all human beings and we all bleed the color red This goes back to 1492. This mess needs to be starting to be starting right now. Okay, Melvin,
2: Melvin, thank you. I I tried to take your history lesson as long as I could. I, I I don't know why you find the need every time you call this program to go through a litany of history, even though I started out by stating, please know history. Uh, lesson Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio seventy seven WABC. Before we take a break, Lou on Long Island. Good morning, Lou. What's on your mind?
7: Yes, good morning Dominic. I love your show. Um, Thank calling, you very uh, kind
2: of d- you to say.
7: Yes, uh, regarding this animal, uh, you call him an animal that stabbed the ed- elderly person. That's an offense to animals. Animals don't do that to each other. I suggest we change the terminology t- into feral human, because it's untamed, undomesticated. As you would have a a feral or undomesticated dog or cat, they can be just plain nasty.
2: I hear you, Lou. My bottom line point is that it's time to put these animals in check. It's It's time for them to receive the message that if you act up, then society is going to act up. And when society acts up, it's going to be ten times worse. What you allegedly did to somebody else, a, a seventy-six-year-old man, Lou. I mean, you know, in in a few years, uh, that, that that could be me. That could be you. It could be anybody. The 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 draw, the luck of the draw. You just happen to be coming out of the subway, and a guy says, "Can you give me a dollar? Can you give me two dollars?" And you say, "I don't have it." And boom, he touches you in your chest. And as the old man said, he looked, and there was blood everywhere on his shirt and clothing.
7: Lou, yes, I, I'm uh, 67 years old. 67, and, uh, okay. So, and that's not far away for me, you know, goes fast. Mm-hmm. And, and I wonder about that, just going to the grocery store. I live on Long Island, so we're we're pretty much safe. But it it is still in the back of your mind because I'm on the Queens border. And I'm not far from Creedmoor, uh where they just put the uh tenth city up and uh you know it it is it is worrying because you just don't know who's out there and <laughs> it it weighs but, on your mind it does
2: it, it it does lou it's not it's no longer just who's out there, just on what given day are they feeling empowered to go ahead and stab you in your chest? Thank you for the call, Lou that's the issue now as well. The caller said early on, right, and, and he was right. Uh, I believe it was Steve. He said, you know, there was a time when they would just rob you. Now that's no longer the case. Now now they are offended if you don't turn over your money. Boom. Just, you know, you hit something, You you feel something in your chest. You look down, there's blood everywhere. You're 76 years old. You didn't do anything to anyone. It is time for a break. When we come back, the chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from New Jersey to Brooklyn, Babylon, Connecticut, and also other calls. We'll be right back.
1: Dominic Carter on 77 WABC.
2: The New York Daily News is reporting the Adams administration is considering housing migrants. Here we go again but this time in prefab housing and shipping containers. This I do support for the first part because there has to be a deterrent factor in all of this. But these prefab housing and shipping containers will go on city streets, will use Fort Dix in New Jersey, the City Field, city field parking lot, and renting out several, uh, defunct hospitals and psych, uh, facilities upstate and on Long Island. Uh, again, the Daily News is reporting this. Uh, it's ideas that have never been revealed to the public before, but it's part of, uh, putting everything in the pot and seeing what sticks and, uh, what works and what does not work. Uh, the bottom line is, how about this? I, I, I'm gonna be straight. Send them somewhere else. I didn't. I didn't want to. I don't want the comment to sound cruel, but enough is enough. Enough is enough. Let's go to Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind?
8: Good morning, Dominic. So blessed to be able to speak with you. You're you're a beacon of hope because. Well, thank I focused it on you. I wanted to add um, something about the, the situation with the migrants. What's concerning me, not being vetted, we don't know where anyone is coming from. We have so much of a drug issue in this country and gang members. Who's to say that they're not starting new gang members from where they come and recruiting the people who are already here?
2: One, Pat, you're correct. Uh, it probably is happening. Yes. And one of the other issues that I'm concerned about, male and female. So, right, so conventional wisdom says the females, conventional wisdom says the females are not going to be violent, right, for the most part. But I am concerned, I've been saying this for a while, Pat, I am concerned that part of the game is how fast can I get pregnant so I can drop this baby, deliver this baby in New York, and boom, this is my latest hook to stay here and get free services. So I hear you on the gang member front, and, um, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you. Do, do you see a solution coming soon or no, Pat?
8: Yes, Dominic, I do. The border, it has got to stop because we're walking on a minefield now. And we're dealing with things we have no idea what the background is whatsoever. And what we have, enough, we have enough going on now. We're getting financially depleted. And if we're not getting, if the government's not setting, they'll get it some way. And it'll be through the rest of the people who are working or getting their Social Security. Um, and we get less. And I can see it happening. They'll get it from somewhere. And we have no say in it. And that's a concern. And I also want to quickly just say I wish Audrey a very happy birthday. God bless her.
2: <laughs> oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you, Pat. You have a wonderful morning and a great weekend. Let's go to uh, Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
7: Yes, i like to say that I, I believe that the prefab housing is a great idea. Also use it for the citizens. <laughs> Give the citizens a break. But, hey, Tom, uh,
2: Tom, Tom, the only difference that I have with what you just said, it should be done for the citizens first, right? Now, notice the hoops that Americans have to go through for the prefab housing. You still got to qualify for a mortgage. You still got to do this. You still got to do that. Migrant gets here. Here, here's prefab housing. It shouldn't It shouldn't be that way, Tom. It should go to Americans first and only to Americans, but continue.
7: Yeah, it's quite true. Hello?
2: Yes, I'm here, Tom. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for that call, and I I, I appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, Tom, you just articulated exactly what I'm thinking, and, and I'm sure what a lot of people uh, are thinking. Let's go to Tony in Brooklyn, line two. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind?
9: Hey, man. Um, so we spoke before. I'm a business owner in Brooklyn. I'm actually I not remember. too far from. I'm not too far from the Brooklyn's um, Armory on Bedford Avenue. And I think you said. And I
2: think you said the kids were stealing ice cream.
9: Yes, that's right. Okay. So so every morning I have migrants like whether they're from Mauritania or Venezuela or, or whatever, wherever they're from, they come into the shop. They're looking for work. They come in very angry, very frustrated, very tired looking. These people were sold a, a, a false dream about America America today is not America of 30 years ago we failed like the American dream these people I, they're they're very angry about about being here they they're they're like if something isn't done like really fast about like getting these people on some sort of like rapid program for a job to let them work here there's they're gonna, they're gonna take to the streets. They're gonna, they're gonna do other things. You know, they're already delivering um, marijuana for these weed stores on, on uh, those uh, electronic bikes. Like who knows what, you know, what the next thing that's going to happen is.
2: Well, Tony, I I hear you and I, I feel for you and your family's business. And what, what I'm stuck on is what you said initially if you if a person is walking in for a job, right? And a perhaps a job interview, how do you walk in angry to begin with?
9: How, how does that happen? Well, you know, you know they're sleeping, they're sleeping in that shelter on Bedford Avenue. You know the place. It's over there on Bedford and yes. Atlantic. Yes. You know before the migrant crisis, that place was a mess. Can you imagine now?
2: Yes. Yes, you you you're correct. You're correct, Tony. I, I hear you. Just please be careful for yourself, your family, uh, as it relates to to your to your uh, to your, uh, to, your uh, to your business. Let's go to uh, Jeff in Queens. Good morning, Jeff. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC.
4: Buy condoms, Dominic. Be safe. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, uh, ooh, thank you, Jeff. Thank Thank you, Jeff. I mean, that's just so enlightening. I. I do people, oh, do some people just have, I mean, oh, that's funny. We got them. We got past the call screener and we reached Dominic and what, well, I mean, oh, anyway, Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Pat, are you with me? Okay. Pat's not there. Let's go to Eddie in Babylon.
10: Eddie, good morning. Uh... Dominic, that was. You ever hear the good and bad and the ugly? They all call your show. But Dominic, our friend, thank you for taking my call. I have uh, two things I want to talk to you about, and I really appreciate your your take on it because I respect your opinions. Um, I was listening to Rita. She had a, a clip of Eric Adams, who so is very proud to say that he's housed a hundred um, illegal. I, I call him Mayor Migrant Adams now. By the way. A um, hundred uh, migrants, uh, more than any other city. A hundred thousand. It doesn't seem. A oh, hundred thousand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, all of your presence here. A um, hundred thousand, and I, I don't think they were all housed. Some are sleeping on the sidewalks in the open air, and um, also um, about uh, the crime, uh, and escalated violence associated with it. I think it is a symptom of the disease that we can only call bail reform. What do you think, Dominic?
2: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I, I I have to be I have to be honest with you, Eddie. Right? So this this huge movement. Oh, the police are out of control. We've got to we've got to you know uh, 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 we've got to clamp down on the police. The last time I checked, police are not out there. Robbing people, stabbing people. They're doing their jobs. Sometimes policing, sometimes policing is ugly. It, it is what it is, Eddie. But if it comes down to, to stop and frisk or having our police do their jobs, I'll take each and every time I'll take the police doing their jobs each and every day. Well, Dominic, the civil rights violations, nobody's rights should be violated, but I'd rather have the NYPD unhandcuffed. These animals have to be put in check, period. I'm going to go to Frank Marano in just a second, but let me go to Frank in New Jersey, line two real quick. Frank, what's on your mind?
7: Yeah, I'm just calling about the guy that got uh, stabbed, the 76-year-old. Now, yes. if the marine that killed the person on the subway was there, what would he kick the seventy-six-year-old and help the guy to stab him get away?
2: I, I, I'm that. not, Frank. I'm not really. The point you're trying to make. Say that again. Now. Um, what was the, the, the marine that
7: killed the guy on the subway? Remember, right. He, he strangled. Right, right. It? I got it. I got it. What's your point? All right. Now, if he saw the seventy-six-year-old got stabbed, what would he do? Kick the guy, 76-year-old, and help the guy that got away. Well, why Think why would he for... kick
2: the 76-year-old? I'm not really, but, but I'm, I'm just short on time, Frank. I thank you for the call. Let me bring in Frank Marano on the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. Happy Friday. Same to you, man. We're looking forward to the weekend. What do you have coming up?
0: All right. Well, uh, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything next hour, where you know the wheels come off for that hour. You never know they what do. to expect. Uh, we'll talk um, movies and the Trump indictments with uh, with Debbie Schlussel, our favorite uh, conservative film critic and attorney. And I've assembled an all-star panel in the two o'clock hour. We have the man that formerly occupied the time slot that I host now, Freddie Mertz, a longtime uh, talk show host all around the country, including here on WABC, John McDonough, the uh, playwright slash radio commentator, and Marlena Shivo, who's uh, always a fan favorite, at least in some quarters. And uh, there's a wide variety of subjects that I'm going to go over with this panel. So we'll also do denunciations and manage- to have some fun as well.
2: I look forward to it. Let's squeeze in one more call. You go ahead and select who it is, Frank.
0: How about uh how about John in Connecticut?
2: All right, John, you're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic. Please go right ahead.
7: Okay, Dominic, you're a good guy. I'm an ex Marine. The problem with, with uh our government is uh Biden and I got that runs the immigration service. They're letting all these people in. Now, they got no place to put them. Put them in Biden's house, his relatives, and the immigration uh, commissioner. Put them in their house. See how they fail. If, if they don't take them, that's an act of treason. They're letting all these immigrants in, and they're not taking care of American people here. So that's an act of treason, and that's why the American people should take over the government. It's not John, it's not the blacks' fault, it's not the white people, it's the people are running the government. They're, I, they're I not
2: hear doing you, John. I have to step in because we're out of time. Frank, you have a, a quick re- response, rebuttal
0: to that? Uh, well, people should always be the folks that the government is answerable to, and it's a shame that uh, so many Americans feel that's not the case.
2: Ditto. Folks, you want to keep it right there, right there. Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight, it's coming up. I want you to do me a small favor. I want you all to have a great weekend. Happy birthday, Audrey. I will be back Sunday evening at 11 p.m. See you then.